Yo, what's up, family? You already know what it is. It is Pays and Plays Podcast. It is Friday, January 27th. So you already know, it's the best damn segment, bro. Good Friday. You know, we I have picks locked and loaded. Ammo for y'all clips. We got a busy week, NBA. Well, it's been a busy week, should I say, especially with college basketball. Like I said, guys, follow the Instagram page, pays and plays underscore podcast. You will always get random college basketball picks. Been pretty solid this week. Um, couple L's, but I mean, other than that, I mean, it's been pretty successful this week. If you've been following the Instagram page, been pretty solid. Uh, with that being said, though, we're going to also cover the AFC NFC Championship games. My thoughts, my t- intakes. Uh, I do have a teaser for that as well. So we'll cover all of that. But first, you know, you know, we got to ease our way to the NFL. But we're gonna go to the NBA first. Got a couple plays from there, and then we'll go right into uh, college basketball. You already know, so far and so forth. So with NBA, listen, man. I got Gilders, side Gilders over 29 and a half today against the Cavaliers. Uh, Cavaliers, I think, would still be without Donovan Mitchell. I know he did. A lot of low management, and I'm not really a huge fan of it. I understand it because at the end of the day, the team's going to go win the championship, be in the playoffs. But some of them people out there, man, hardworking people like us, we may want to go to the game. We may want to see uh, LeBron James. We may want to see uh, Donovan Mitchell or Luka Doncic. Then you find out right for a tip-off, oh, they're not playing. Damn, sucks. I spent maybe $200, $300, who knows, on tickets. And uh, they didn't show up. But, you know, that's how that goes. But give me Shy Gilgis over 29 and a half. Uh, Garland's not the best defensive point guard. I think none of their backcourt players with Cleveland is good. And their frontcourt players can play defense, but not the backcourt players. Um, I know the odds shifted to OKC being a favorite, and I'm assuming because of no Mitchell. But give me the 29 and a half with Shy Gilgis. He did drop by 36 38 last game. He dropped actually 26 in the first half last game, too. So. Uh, I'm going to go to over 29.5 points. Uh, I'm taking Memphis main line as they travel to Minnesota. You know, it's, that's like the new... that for, When it comes to Memphis, I think when it comes to Golden State and Minnesota, that's their two rivalry game, by games teams pretty much because there's always some bad blood, some trash talk between the two. I love it. I fuck with it. They've been on a little four-game losing skid ever since that situation in L.A. with Shannon Sharp. <laughs> But I do think they'll bounce back and win this game. Uh, they should have actually won that game against the Warriors, too. I don't see that crazy comeback. But you know how that shit goes. Um, now, let's go into college basketball. We're going to go with two games today. And then I'm going to give you some look aheads for tomorrow. Because obviously the Lions won't come out until maybe 11 p.m. to midnight for tomorrow's games. But let's kind of give you a look ahead on what I will lean towards and maybe you can get that number sooner the better because, you know, these numbers go up and down. But for college basketball today, right, I got Detroit Mercy on the money line. Now, if you guys don't know about this team, I mean, obviously where I'm from, you know about Detroit Mercy. But Anton Davis is the second all-time leading, second all-time scorer in Division One. This guy's a fucking bunker getter. They play Robert Morris. Last time they played Robert Morris, he dropped 41 on his team, and they got the victory. They're on the road against Robert Morris, and then, you know, plus 110 on the money line. I'll take that. I'll take that double chance. Uh, I believe he'll probably drop 30 or 40. He had a bad game last game, so I definitely see him rebounding. Um, 
I believe that's my only pick for today, but I just want to give you a heads up for tomorrow games on shit that I will lean to. So, um, you got Seton Hall against Butler. Y'all know I've been focusing on the Big East. Big East has been a lot of has been a gold mine for me all this year. A um, couple Big East games actually. So Seton Hall and Butler. Uh, I would need to see what the odds is, but if the odds is decent, give me Seton money line. If it's maybe like a buck one thirty, buck one forty, I'll take that chance. Spread if it's maybe like minus one and a half, minus two. You could take that too. I mean, Butler has been struggling. They were like plus ten dogs against the team on the road, and they got blew out. Seton Hall is, you know, on the verge of they like a nine loss team. They're kind of a few games ahead of Butler, so they're kind of like almost in that same. They're probably above average, I would say. Especially with Coach Holloway, that's his first year there. He's gonna get better with that team, but I mean, for what they've done the first year compared to what I've seen Seton Hall lately, he's done a hell of a good job so far. Good shit, Coach. Uh, we got Creighton against Xavier. That's going to be at home, Creighton. And, uh, I mean, Xavier has been balling. They, they have been balling. They've been winning some games against teams. I mean, but Creighton has been a good team against the spread, too. I mean, they blew out St. John's by, like, fucking 30 damn near. It was, like, 176. That's a lot of fucking points in college. And it's at home for Creighton. So if Creighton's the underdog, not only that, I would take the spread. If it's like plus four, plus five, I'll definitely take that. But I'll probably sprinkle a little bit of money on the money line too because Creighton can actually ball. That's why I said Big East, you can make some good money. There's always good values on a lot of these teams because I can see about four or five teams making it out the Big East to the tournament, honestly. That's just how I'm looking at it. Uh, another game, I know you got the, they got a the Big 12 SEC matchup uh, challenge. So Auburn and West Virginia. West Virginia will be at home. Uh, I will definitely lean on towards West Virginia at home. Auburn just didn't look good against Texas A&M. That, a, a team that struggled, Texas A&M dominated them. And you have to wonder about the shooting with Auburn. Like, I like Bruce Pearl as a coach, but you go into West Virginia with Bob Huggins, and Huggins had a big win, and I definitely, that's why I say, follow the Instagram page. West Virginia was an underdog at Texas Tech, and they won. I tell you to follow it for a reason. I think they only, not only they cover this game, but they win this game. Like I said, if it's like a plus four, if, if it's like that, I'm definitely going to probably take that, but I probably would definitely take West Virginia on the money line too. Another little white sprinkle. Um, Kansas State and Florida, both underrated teams. I know Kansas State lost to Iowa State, but Florida's definitely underrated in the SEC. Uh, whatever the over-under is, if it's around 140, 145, I'll definitely take the over. A lot of Kansas State games, believe it or not, has been usually around the mid-130s, and they've been easily hitting over because it's within about 75, 76 points combined. You know, like, you know, Kansas State was like, it was like 79 or like 75 or some shit. They easily covered that that over-under total. Um, Miami against Pitt, that's another interesting game. Like I said, we won't know the lines yet, but you can only indicate. I know with Miami being ranked number 20, Pittsburgh's going to be probably an underdog, and they're going to be at home. I'm probably going to take Pitt to win to cover that game. I'm going to probably sprinkle money line. Look, guys, I try to tell you, when it comes to college basketball, don't be afraid to take shots at some of this plus money. Throw $20 in it. Throw $25. Hey, if you're feeling confident, throw 100 I thought 100 a couple games where I was like, yo, I'm mad confident on the games. Um, but I would definitely lean towards Pitt and the money line. You got Kansas and Kentucky. Which is kind of an interesting matchup because Kansas has been losing. Kentucky has been kind of mid this year. Um, 
I would lean towards the total over, but who knows? Because Kansas has been only just scoring 60 points some games. You know, I took um, Kansas and TCU over last last Saturday, and they, I was short a few points. I think it was 143. They got blew out Kansas, and they, they didn't even at least score close to 65, 70 points for me. You know, that's how you got to look at it with starting over-unders. You got to sit there and think, can this team score maybe 70, 70 to mid-70, 80 points? Can this other team at least score maybe about 69 to 70 points? You got to look at that range when it comes to certain teams. Uh, if I had to pick a side, I probably would go with Kentucky. I don't know what's wrong with Kansas right now. I just don't. I, I don't know. You get blew out at home. You get blow out on the road. I don't know what's wrong with Kansas right now. They, of course, make the tournament because the Big 12 as a whole, other than Kansas State, TCU, West Virginia, Baylor. So you got four other teams. I still think Kansas makes it, though, because it's Kansas. It's Bill Self and Kansas. They are defending champs. I think they'll still go in it. Um, Nevada and UNLV, I would definitely take the over total in that game. I don't know what it's going to be yet, like I keep saying, y'all. But, like, both teams can score. Both teams can get in the 70s to 80s. I see it being a, a, a over game. Both teams can score. That's what I'm saying. You got to look at some of these Mountain West teams. You got you can't always look at the Big Tens, the SECs, the ACCs. As much sexy conferences as they are because, you know, we, we look at them as also football conferences as well, too. You got to sometimes look at the Mountain West – or, you know, the Mac or like, you know, the most because that's where you actually find a lot of these hitting games where you'd be like, how the hell? Because trust me, there's games where I find Boise State. What was it? It was Boise State, Nevada, right? Iraq and up. And they hit the over 134. That was easy cash. Who, who, whoever would have knew, right? A little low key West Coast conference. You pick them to win games or certain shit like that. You got to find shit like that. You know, I know. I know. But I will tell you this, though. Pac-12, even with talking with a friend, it's been very sketchy with a lot of these. That's like one conference I can't really call. Big Ten, eh, a few games here and there. But like I said, I've been watching a lot of biggies basketball. Only because, you know, FS1 telecasts them so much. You're going to sit there and watch a, a big a Big East game, you know. And I, I like Big East games. That's how I grew up. You know, my some of my daddy people from New York. So I always kind of grew up watching a lot of Big East basketball in general. Even moving to the south in the, in the east coast region of Charlotte, besides ACC ball, it's a lot of Big East ball back in the day. So that's kind of how I like watching Big East basketball. Uh, SEC is very underrated too. You know, I mean, it's 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 some underrated teams, man. Like you just got to sit there and watch these games, and sometimes you got to have a full couple of days sit there and watch the games you want to eye. But there's definitely value in the Big East, like I always tell you guys, because I think about five six teams can make out of the Big East. Honestly, that's just how I look at it. So, enough with college. Let's go. All right, Rome ran a little pick. NHL, I got Seattle cracking on the money line. They take on the Calgary Flames. Calgary Flames on the back-to-back. -back. A little burnt out. Uh, cracking very good at home. I think they just beat the Devils, I'm not mistaken, too. They beat they beaten a lot of decent teams at home. They beat the Canucks and the crack and um Yeah, they beat the Canucks and the other team I just mentioned. I just had a brain fart. But oh, the Devils. But I definitely take the Seattle Kraken. A decent team for a second-year team. They are pretty good at the home. Even I realized that last year, even though they weren't the best. Pretty good home team. Take Seattle Kraken on the money line. That's like a 10 o'clock game in NHL. Now we're going to go to the gridiron. And we're going to talk. We're going we're gonna to go by order. So we'll talk about the first game first and all that shit, right? So you got the 49ers going to Philly. That's obviously the first game. 
Philly is minus two and a half. Over under is 46 and a half. So I had to sit back and really sit there and think about these games. I'm going with San Francisco to win the cover and the upset. There's some people I know as diehard Philly fans personally. I, they may not like me from saying this. And Philly had, they did impress me a little bit against the Giants. Keyword, the Giants. They didn't face, I mean, they faced Thibodeau, cool, but they're not, they, they're about to face Nick Bosa. You got Armstead. You got Greenlaw. You got Fred Warner. You know, Chadavious Ward is a solid corner. I do think if they can spread the field ver vertically against uh, the 49ers, the Eagles will have a shot. But do I know if Sirianna's going to do that? I have no idea. You know, and another thing, I know everyone's been talking about, oh, the Eagles pass rush, they're top tier in sacks. They're, they got three, four guys double digit in sacks. Yes, that's great. That's, that's very amazing. But they can't stop the run, and no one talks about that, right? San Fran is going to run the ball on you. Either it's going to be McCaffrey, you know, they got Mitchell back. They're, they're going to do the Debo Samuel, you know, little screens. They're going to probably do it with Ayuk. They can run the ball on you, you know. I have to salute the Eagles defense sometimes because they're kind of solid, but when it comes to run defense, it's the linebackers I really don't have no much knowledge for. Like the D-line and the secondary, I can name you players. But it's really up to the linebackers. Um... I know everyone's worried about the pass rush and Brock Purdy definitely that is something that this is going to be a true road test. You know, I'll just look at coaching on this upset. Like Shanahan is the better coach, the more experienced coach. Did I feel like he kind of was kind of letting up a little bit against the Cowboys? Absolutely, but I think this game he can't take for granted. It's a it's, it's definitely a road game too. Um, I can I can say the home field is a little thing, but I think the home field pressure really is on Philly because you you guys know. Philly fans, if 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 shit doesn't go right, bro, the the crowd's gonna give the team shit. I mean, we've seen it before with Philly, right? So, I think it'll be a very smash mouth game. It'll be an ugly game. Over under is at forty six and a half. It was going under. I think it'll be a. This I think it could be a nineteen to seventeen game. That that sounds very ugly, but that's how I can see it being. With this NFC game, uh, I would pick the 49ers. But it's close. It's really all up to Hurts, too, because if he does that RP, RPO shit and, you know, the 49ers don't maintain it, then it'll be a problem. But what I think they'll do, I think the defensive ends will crash that gap regardless and go for the running back. And it's up to that linebacker to get to Hurts. So it's either Greenlawn or, um, or Warner. And I think either or can handle that. If it's Warner every time, you don't want to do you don't want to deal with that. I think Warner's a Hall of Famer. I see it coming. Um, the secondary is okay. What's the little what's the Polynesian dude name? I I forget his name, but he he's kind of solid too. Like they they have some solid stars. Front seven, you, you, the 49ers defense is legit. So give me the 49ers in an upset. Of course, it's still plus one twenty five in some books, but I took it at that. So. I'm going with the 49ers to win this game. The next game, I know this is the game that everyone really wants to see, wants to talk about. You got the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Now, the number has shifted so much 
So when it first opened, I was I was aware that it was Chiefs minus two. Then a whole bunch of money was all on the Bengals, and it flipped, and then we all hear about my home's injury. It flipped to where the Bengals were a favorite, and the Chiefs were plus money underdogs on the money line. Now, looking at it, you have the Chiefs as minus one and a half favorites, uh, a buck minus a buck one twenty on the money line. I'm going with the Chiefs to win and cover this game, but I took the Chiefs at plus one ten. So this is why I'm saying I took it. Could it be a trap? Yeah, but I mean, I want I want y'all to I want y'all to wonder this for me. I know with the injury with my homes is concerning, but this is probably the only time we will ever get. Kansas City plus money. If you took it at plus money during the time at home in the playoffs, I don't think we'll ever get this again. So that's why I went for it. Um, I I, I think they kind of do what they did against the Jaguars that second half with Holmes a little bit. You know, I don't see Kelsey getting fourteen catches, but I see him still getting a nice amount of catches on this Bengals team. Um, but the one thing that's going to step up is the running game. They can run the ball. People don't realize this. They can actually, all four teams, I can say, can run the ball to a certain extent. You've got Pacheco and you got McKinnon. I think there'll be a lot of them working. Um, there'll be some decent medium passes if Mahomes can see it open. The secondary for the Bengals has been impressive, but I think a matter of time, we'll find out what happens in this game. Um, I think the, the, the Chiefs have a bad taste in their mouth from losing. Last year to the same team at home. We know Andy Reid as an overall championship games. He's been kind of iffy because you got to count them Eagles games where they go there and they lost. You can look at the games when he came in, when they played New England and when he was in Kansas City, they lost. But then they found their way to avenge themselves the next year. I think it could be the same way. They lost last year. I think they find a way. I'm not saying it'll be a pretty game. Uh, let's see. The over under is at forty eight. I gotta go under because I do think it's kind of more of a dog fight. Yeah, I see both games going under. It's kind of crazy that I'm saying that, but that's just how I look at it. Um, even though the Bengals do have weapons, man, I think the game's gonna get slowed down. Just off both teams are gonna run the ball. You know, if it's like fourth quarter, it could be kind of a close game, and it might hit slightly over. But I still think it goes under because also the injury with Mahomes. And uh, you guys also have a teaser. So I got a teaser for the week, man. And it's something real simple. Uh, I just did both totals. So I took the totals from the 40s, the 49ers total. I upped that up to 52 and a half and make it under. And then I upped that uh, Bengals and Chiefs game to under 40, under 54. So just six points. Bump those numbers up to under. I think they both go under 52 and a half and under 54. You guys... Like I said, keep on following the Instagram page, pays and plays underscore podcast. Those picks I missed from college basketball for tomorrow, I would probably more than likely drop those on a, on a, on a story post that day too because the numbers will be up. I might drop it early tonight if, once the numbers kind of go up and I'll make my choices. Um, you guys keep on smashing them like buttons on the podcast, man. Keep showing love, spread the love around, subscribe, all that good stuff. You guys, you already know, let's have a great weekend out here. Let's make money out here, man. And let's be safe out here. You already know the vibes. Peace.